I'm Zach. I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, I've been worried about the future a lot, but... Uh, I worry about the future, too. Today, today I, I achieved uh, an epiphany. I had a plan. I had a plan, Roy. I have a plan for how I'm going to deal with the future. Tell me your plan. Well, I mean, as you know, the future is a source of, of a lot of worry and anxiety. I mean, the economy, it's mm-hmm. in the shitter. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. You're about to have. Are, a, are you right? You're about to have a kid, and I'm afraid you're going to do such a bad job of raising your kid that it will somehow kill me. Yeah, that's a possibility. Murder, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, your kid's going to be super pissed when he finds out his name is Dick Baby Four Thousand. <laughs> yep. And he's gonna he's gonna want to he's gonna know who named him. He's that, gonna want to hunt me down, mm-hmm. take care of me mm-hmm. in the just in like the mafia that, sense. that boy named uh, Sue. But I have a plan, Roy. Here's what I'm going to do if things get so bad that I just can't see a light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. I'm going to go on a 40-year bender. 40-year bender. Going to start drinking and not stop for 40 years. Wow. And I figure... Just like Jesus in the desert. Everything will be pretty much okay. Yeah, except I think that was days, and he wasn't so much drinking as maybe like... Eating grasshoppers. Eating juniper berries. Mm -hmm. Right. Didn't he live on juniper for a while? I don't know. Roy... Stuff? It doesn't really say specifically what he eats. I'm almost certain that it does. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Roy, you're terrible at power reading the bars? Bible. He had power. Something? He took L- some Luna Luna bars? He took some Lara bars with him. They're mostly made of compressed dates. That's what Lara bars are? Uh, yeah, I think so. Why aren't they called date bars? Uh, because the girl who uh, invented Lara? them was named uh, Fig. Uh-huh. <laughs> Her name was Fig Newton. Juice. Juice Newton. Yeah. Angel what of the Juice, Morning. What did Juice Newton sing? That? Ange- Angel of the Morning. And yeah. was that it? I don't know. Is she still alive? I don't know. I have not spent a lot of time researching. Do you think she did a lot of coke? Uh, as as much as uh, I'm excited about juicenewtonfacts.tumblr.com, I uh, I've yet to really get it off the ground. Hmm. Not getting that grassroots following that I was hoping for. <laughs> right. Internet man. Yeah. They, you know you can never tell what they're gonna like. They tell you just make a web page and your problems are solved, and that's not true at all. The forty year bender.com. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do. Yep. Two, yeah, I believe you. Two dot coms on there. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm registering double. <laughs> Have you been, Roy? Oh, uh, exhausted. I, I just ended the Phoenix Comic Con, which happened here in Phoenix. How'd you feel about that? Uh, I was there the was, whole time and I thought it was boring. You did? Yeah. Huh. I didn't think that it was boring. I just think maybe uh, my time at the Comic-Cons is is uh, coming to an end. Yeah. You're having a kid now. Mm-hmm. And down there, it's their time. Yeah. It's their time down there. Kids don't like Comic-Con. Yeah, they probably don't. Actually, we, we heard this quote a lot from kids saying, when are we going home? Is it time to go home yet? Mm-hmm. To their parents. Yeah. Most of the time. They really hate having those Yoda ears strapped on them. Do they? Yeah. I did see a baby that was dressed as uh, the dude from Dragon Ball Z, and that looked pretty awesome. Okay. Because he had a gigantic wig uh, with all the spikes on it, which was bigger than his head. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't take any photos of anything. I didn't either. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy anything. I didn't oh, look I at anything. Something. I didn't see a panel. What'd you buy? I bought a uh, Ralph McQuarrie uh, concept action figure of Chewbacca. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ralph McQuarrie died recently, didn't he? 
I don't know. But, I think he did. But his painting on the back of the package makes him look like Jeffrey Rush. I saw like 10 dudes wearing the Millennium Falcon shirt that I was so excited to have found. And then mm-hmm. I realized, you know what? I found this at Target. It's not at all surprising that other dudes are wearing this shirt. Oh, okay. I was going through the bins, you know. I was scavenging. The bins at Target? Y- no, yeah. At the Comic-Con. I was looking for records. I'm a DJ now, did I tell you that? <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, What's pretty, your DJ name? pretty cool. D- uh, DJ Zach. Oh, okay. I didn't. Yeah, you'll definitely make it with that name. I should have spent some more time probably thinking about that. Do you think DJs change their names around the way that bands do? I don't know. Do bands change their names around? Yeah, I think so. Like Jefferson Starship. Wait, mm-hmm. Jefferson Airplane, and then uh-huh. Jefferson Star- Starship, and then Starship, and then Starship Troopers. <laughs> yep, that was the progression. Um, that redheaded girl from Starship Troopers uh, was at Comic-Con, and I feel like... Ooh. Most of the time, the conversations that she has with fans are like the fan sitting there thinking about that time you saw her boobs in that shower scene yeah. from Starship Troopers. And oh, then, and then them later saying, in the tent. Then saying, don't, don't say anything about that. Don't say anything about that. And then realizing when it came time to say something that they just had nothing else to say mm-hmm. to yeah. her. So then they did say something about it after all. They were like, oh, man, your, your boobs were small but awesome in that shower scene. With um, the Rico, guy, guy Rico with no hand. Uh, I don't think he that, wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't in the shower with them. No, that would have been cool. The what? dude who played Rico was there too. Yeah, he was. Yeah, Ca- do you think Cas- they showered together? Casper Van Dien. Is that his name? Yep. His name is Casper. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I hear. Uh, I have it on good authority that he's kind of dumb. <laughs> really? He said there was going to be a special guest, and then there totally wasn't. Huh. I don't know what that was all about. Okay. Maybe he thought he knew something that everybody else didn't. Wait, he said he was going to have a special guest. He said there was going to be a special surprise guest at the Battlestar Galactica panel. <laughs> the, Did he just mean himself? The bat- I'm sorry, the Battlestar ship airplane troopers. Uh-huh. Huh. You uh, maybe maybe he did. Maybe he was like, oh, I bet this guy doesn't know that I'm here. <laughs> that was what was going on in his head. Right. Huh. Okay. Did you spot any other any other amazing celebrities? Any other celebs? Yeah. Did you go to the William Shatner uh, close and personal uh, meeting? I, I didn't. Although I, I had a sort of an embarrassing moment when uh, I spent a bunch of time sort of squinting at something that was on the wall right next to Ed Asner, trying to read it, but not realizing that Ed Asner was there. Oh. And so he probably thought that it was some you're jack- too shy to some, talk to yeah him. some jackass being like squint squint is that ed asner <laughs> um you're just trying to think of a great thing to tell him yeah right? i was but i couldn't no we were at that restaurant on top of the hotel that rotates oh and uh how is that i didn't even think to go up there it's and good i stayed there it's a good restaurant it's okay. um you know it's it's pricey but okay and it rotates and you can mm-hmm. you there it's are a lot prom of date. there are a lot of little pl- oh yeah it's a good prom date uh, there's a lot of little plaques that tell you different things about Phoenix. Like, this is where the first kidney transplant in Phoenix took place. It wasn't the first kidney transplant ever. It was just the first one in Phoenix. But, um, okay, so these plaques are around the windows? Mm-hmm. It rotates. How no, do you they're know? on the fixed part. Oh. The exterior windows do not rotate. Only the, There is I just see. like a ring inside the restaurant. And we, we talked about, to them about this last year. It's on a whole bunch of tires. There are a bunch of wheels, like car wheels. Like some shit that someone just made themselves? Right. I imagined a building uh, that you would make, Roy. Mm -hmm. Uh, When they told me about this, I was like, that sounds like something Roy would make. 
Huh. It's like, thank, well, I've got all these. You. I've got all these tires. Why don't I put together some unsafe shit that will probably break next year? Wow, that that's a uh, very kind of <laughs> confidence building. Thank you. Ah, uh, you know, Roy. It was. Mm-hmm. I said that because it was funny, not because I actually believe it. <laughs> also, I actually believe. Yeah, it. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> Uh, okay, so it's on a bunch of car tires and scrunchies. Uh, yeah, I think uh, mostly the pulleys are powered by. <laughs> this was built in the eighties. Yeah, okay. but banana clips. Do you, do you think they have to change the tires? How how do they get a jack uh, up there? I don't know. Like it's uh, really tall. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, I don't think you know. It's on top of a building. Yeah. So I don't think they have to stand on the ground when they're working on it. Really? Because I don't think my jack would go up that high. I probably wouldn't. I remember when I wrecked my car and I had to call our buddy because I knew he had a bigger jack than the rest of us. Yeah, that's true. That, was that would be Dave, fun. right? Yeah. yeah. Our buddy Dave. Dave who has does a, have a big jack. He has jack. a huge jack. Wait, you're not supposed to say that. Um, he finds it embarrassing. No, I really, di- I, I really did, though. Like, I, I my car, my, I, I crashed my car and the tow truck, I was, like, so ashamed of myself that I was like, yeah, I don't think I want you to tow this anywhere. I think I can fix it. Mm-hmm. Uh because I just needed to change a tire. Because I'd popped a tire mm-hmm. uh, going over to the curb. To get a tire out of your pocket. Um, to fix it. Yeah, I assume that's how you fix sure. it. I had a stapler. I went and borrowed a stapler from, mm-hmm. the, from the ASU salvage yard. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a lot of used staplers there. They this do. stapler is uh, no longer safe for university purposes. We've disavowed it. I go there pretty often. It's they a have great that, place. They have that list that they maintain of all of the staplers mm-hmm. that are about to be disavowed. What you bought something recently at uh, ASU Surplus Salvage, didn't you? Yeah, uh, I actually used it at Comic Con. I bought a uh, station that is um, a station of the cross. No, it's storage for safety goggles and uh, safety equipment. Ooh, does and it have an emergency of, eye wash? No, it didn't. It was just uh, for the stuff. Hmm. And I took off the plexiglass part and used it for all of my fuzzy balls buttons to make a fake cash register. Mm-hmm. With like a like a candy shop in the back, yeah, which uh, wouldn't work because Square wouldn't connect to the internet while we were in there. It was awesome. Good. Mm-hmm. So, did you have to only take cash? I still took the cards. We just have to run them later. Oh, I see. So, mm-hmm. uh, anybody listening who bought anything from Roy's booth at Phoenix Comic Con, be sure and uh, be sure and Make cancel sure that I didn't charge cancel you that five credit times. card transaction because there's nothing we can do to stop you at this point. Um, did you did you sell some T-shirts? I did. I did you sell some, some t-shirts? Pillows and little uh, sewn together fruits. Yeah, the fruits did really well. Corinne made a bunch of little uh, produce fruits that were filled with goodies, as it were. Condoms and little bottles of booze from airlines. Right, uh, joints. Um, Sold those to kids. Yeah, kids love that stuff. I they don't do. know why anyone tries to deny them. Yeah, cheap booze. I mean, mm-hmm. that's it's like a kid in a cheap booze well, store. Kids that's can't afford goes. really good booze so they have to go with the cheap booze right so you give them like a shot of boone's farm mm-hmm. in one of those little uh, capsule toy machines yeah and it's sweet so it gets them used to yeah you, you just know, fill the, the you fill the actual plastic capsule with boone's farm mm-hmm. yeah and then if you try to open it and you break it you're like fuck i got boone's farm all over my lap that's true but then you're like hey Supposed i should get to... a i should get a high school girl to come uh take care of this for me yeah hey true. baby mm-hmm. what's yeah. got two thumbs and a lap full of boone's farm mm-hmm. and then you Use your thumbs to point at your crotch. Yeah. My crotch does. Yeah. Um, Comic-Con. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. 
Uh, yeah, so it, if we actually have any listeners that um, went to Comic-Con and didn't say hello to me, uh, thanks for going and not saying hi. Yeah, thanks and F you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shared a, an elevator briefly with Will Wheaton. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was too brief to really talk to him. He was in the middle of a story. Oh, yeah? What it was, was a story boring about? story. It was about being in the elevator the previous day. Oh. And it was really crowded, and some girl started to freak out because she was pinned next to the wall by someone's backpack. Huh. Well, that is a really boring story. Yeah, and then I walked out. I'm glad we got to share it with all of our listeners. Yeah, yeah. No, it was <clears throat> I went to story time with Will Wheaton. He told a bunch of stories that I had heard before. Were they, were they good? Yeah, they were. Okay. I like his stories. I mm-hmm. like the stuff. Uh, I like the stuff that he writes. I've never read anything that he's written. Yeah, he's he, you know he does some essays. Mm-hmm. He does some things about family. Yeah, that essay. you might like. Okay, driving Trader, about family about Trader being criticized uh, when you're driving by sure. your teenage kids. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's one I, of my greatest fears. I bet you could talk to him about that. It's it's funny to me that that's the thing that you're worried about about becoming a parent. I worry about that, and I also worry about uh, what type of parenting style I'm going to have with uh, my teenage kids, and w- whether I'm going to tell them everything about my previous experiences and then i also realized that i have a podcast where i tell all of these previous experiences so i don't know how to how to shield them from hey roy remember that time you smoked a bunch of weed and totally plowed like four chicks no i don't remember that yeah you were pretty high (laughs) i'm not surprised Uh uh-huh thank you yeah that's one for Dick Baby 4000. This right. one's dedicated to you, Dick Baby 4000, 13 years from now. Uh-huh. Uh, I am going to call your kid Dick Baby 4000. Really? I Yes. Okay. I really hope it's a boy, because a girl is not going to think that shit is funny at all. Yeah, that's true. A girl won't. I, I'm worried that your kids aren't going to like me. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Because you're unlikable? I, I am pretty unlikable, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, people who only know me from these podcasts probably don't know that, but you meet me in person, boy, <laughs> boy, howdy. Will I, will I just instantly say something that just totally puts you off? That's true. That's just what, that's what mm-hmm. I do. But, you know, you're, you're good at it. See, right? I just, I get nervous and I, I get nervous and... Then uh, you start when, squinting. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm nervous, I get racist. It's mm-hmm. weird. I don't really oh, get. Okay. I don't really get racist when I'm nervous. I just no, you don't. I've never been able to really figure out why I'm so unlikable, or I would have solved it. I think. Huh. I I think you're likable. Oh, good. Well, you know, you've had a long time to get used to me. Maybe your kid. Maybe your kid will grow up. He see. This is the thing. Your kid is of the generation that has never known a world without me in it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, right. all all kids now are are like that. You know what's going to be super weird. The Xbox 360 is going to be a thing that came out several years before your kid was born. Wow. Like, to, okay. to your kid, the Xbox 360 is going to be like nothing to us because no video game systems came out before we were born. Even Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Like, Pong came out while we were alive. We're old as shit, Roy. Uh-huh. What about Big Blue? The chess computer? Oh no! That's I think early. that came out while we what, were in what's high school. What's the the big IBM com- computer? The first one, uh, Char- Charles. <laughs> okay, Charles Pewter. I think that came out before we were born. Okay, that's probably true. Mm-hmm. Uh, ENIAC, ENIAC, Univac, the Univac. Jetsons. The Jetsons came on before we were born. <laughs> Maybe that's what you're thinking of. Okay, did it really? Is it the '60s? Yeah, I think Jetsons? so. Yeah, I think uh, I think it was contemporaneous with the Flintstones, and I think the Flintstones made that transition between black and white and color 
in the 60s. Really? There are black and white Flintstones? Yeah. Huh. I might be uh, misremembering that because uh, a lot of the TV that I watched when I was a child was on a tiny black and white TV. Oh, sure. So it's like, well, it's weird. All of the episodes of the Flintstones that I saw while I was in my bedroom were in black and white, and all of the ones that I saw while I was in the living room were in color. It's like Uh, a time warp. (laughs) Um, You know, it's based on the Honeymooners, and all of those were in black and white, Mm -hmm. right? So it's, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, and the Jetsons was based on MASH. Mm-hmm. And all of those were in color. <laughs> I don't think that there were any black and white Jetsons. Did someone smother their baby at the last episode of the so, Jetsons? Yeah, somebody put a pool cue in their mouth. <laughs> I don't think it was a cue. I think it was a ball. Um, once, One time, uh, Father Space Mulcahy, he had to give somebody a tracheotomy with a space pen. Mm, yeah, that was riveting. Uh, you know what used to confuse me about television? <laughs> Is, um, Please tell me. When, well, no, when somebody said something about a pen knife, and I used to, I always imagined some sort of device that was like a pen with a secret knife hidden in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, well, you saying that still makes me think of that. Yeah, but I think... Like it's like a switchblade. But I think that just used to be what they called a pocket knife. Mm-hmm. Really? I don't know. I still don't know. So this is both a thing that confuses me huh. about television from the 60s and uh-huh. just the world now. What is it like when you watch British television? Oh, boy. they talk boy. about Fortnite's and, they gotta and lift, such. They got to take the lift up to their lorry. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't even know. Yeah. And then Hugh Laurie is like, is that guy a truck? <laughs> don't know. Um, my, my dad did give me a pen, which instead of a pen part on it has an X-Acto blade. Huh. So that is a pen knife. Okay. But that's so not something that like you would that? carry with you. Mm. I feel like we have a question why, why, this why week you, about you saying something you about that? carrying an X-Acto knife with you. Do, have you ever, do you carry an X-Acto knife? I usually have one in my uh, backpack. But when I say that, it's more like a utility knife. Okay. You know, the one that has the snap-off blades. I see. So like a box cutter. Yeah. Okay. Box cutter. Or a carpet knife. No, wait, a carpet knife has a hook. Yeah, it does. A box cutter is usually just um, one blade that you switch out. Oh. Okay. I think of a utility knife as being as the one with that, the blade that yeah. the pieces of it snap mm-hmm. off. But it probably has an even more specific name. Okay. And you carry one of those. That's in your everyday carry. Usually. Did you ever see that everyday carry website? It. No. That's um, a thing. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> I. I don't. Either there are a lot more crazy people than I thought in the world, or this site became kind of a joke because it it was the thing where you would just like empty your pockets of the stuff that you carry with you every day, and then you would take a picture of it, and you would post it, and you were like, this is the stuff that I carry all the time. Mm -hmm. But then as time passed, the pictures just got more and more knives in them. Oh, okay. And it got to the point where it had to have just been a joke. Because I'm pretty sure that nobody carries, like, 20 knives with them everywhere that they go. But then, when you said something about carrying an X-Acto knife with you, which, A, why did you say X-Acto knife when you're describing something that is clearly not an X-Acto knife? It's just what I think of. Because I use words wrongly. An X-Acto knife is, like, a scalpel. Now, see, that... Sure. An X-Acto knife is a thing that you could use to perform an emergency tracheotomy if you were Father Mulcahy in a Jeep. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... But I don't know what you would use. Maybe you could, if you could figure out a way to use the knife to cut the ends off of the knife handle, then you could use that as the breathing tube to stick into the tracheotomy hole. But how do you do that? That's like one hand clapping. It is. 
Yeah, it's like trying to. It's like if the handle of your razor gets all hairy. Mm-hmm. You just have like, what are you gonna throw do? it away? You're like fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, everyday carry. So th- that's a real or if website. There's a loose that... bolt on your wrench. I. What else? That still continues. Yeah. Huh. If you really need to draw something on the side of your pencil. Sure. Yeah, you can't do that. Right. Or to um. Mm, uh, elbow yourself in the elbow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah, that's what I thought. That just was a, off the top of my head. That was, that, yeah, that was no, I didn't even prepare for that. That was good. I don't think yeah, I would have thought of that golden. one myself. Uh-huh. What have you been up to? I don't remember. <laughs> Were you drinking that much during the, during the Phoenix Comic Con? I did drink a lot during Phoenix Comic Con, actually. Uh, the, the, you know, the first two nights of it, the Thursday and the Friday night, I took it real easy. I got up real early, just did some stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, on the computer or whatever. Went had oh, some, okay. went had breakfast. I like having breakfast at a hotel. Mm-hmm. I like uh, I like going down and it's overpriced and I know that. And every time I get one, I think about it. Every time I pay twenty bucks for a breakfast buffet at a hotel because it's like always twenty bucks. Like basically breakfast at fifteen. A, breakfast at a hotel is twenty dollars. Ours was eighteen where we were. Oh. But you know, by the time you by the time you give them a tip, by the time you give them a really shitty tip, it's twenty dollars. Right. Um. But. The thing that I like about buffets, Roy, is uh, is not the quantity. Like I don't get excited about the all-you-can-eat nature of a buffet. I get excited about the variety. Mm-hmm. You know, having just a tiny bit of everything is like the perfect meal for me. Sure, I just love it. Yeah. See, I whereas you, too. you would just eat like a hot dog soup. No, I wouldn't. With some no wheat grass. No, I think you're wrong. I, I'm wrong. I also love the variety. I, I would go to a restaurant that only serves sides or only serves appetizers. Oh, yeah. You'd I would like make a, an entire meal of Like that. a tapas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fantastic. Or you know, you would think that Korean restaurants are like that, too. Would be the perfect thing for me. But uh, one time I went to a tapas restaurant and I had heartburn so bad that I thought I was going to die. And mm-hmm. then I got scared and never wanted to go to another tapas restaurant ever. That's like your milk and throwing up story. It is. Okay. It is, man. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that that the brain is a powerful thing, right? Mm-hmm. It finds patterns where there are no patterns. Right. <clears throat> like like maybe one time you go on a date with a girl and you get real bad diarrhea and mm-hmm. then you're like, "Man, I should stay away from girls." Yeah. That shit gives you diarrhea. Mm-hmm. So then you join a monastery. Mm-hmm. That's that's how most men find themselves in that situation. I, I know. Okay. So are are you going to become a monk or was that just an example? No, that was hypothetical. I I know that never actually happened. Oh, okay. Well, no, okay, I mean, it did happen, but I just forced myself to associate it with something other than the girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why like I... pavement. Uh, wallpaper is what I was going to say. That wallpaper. I, I just want to... Okay. Wh- whenever I see wallpaper, I immediately have diarrhea. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's messed up. Well, it's a good way to stay regular, right? If you're having trouble. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, hey, can I, as we get older, can I go over to your house? Yeah. Uh-huh. All I have to do is put some wallpaper up in the yep. bathroom. And yeah. Never you cover it with a poster of Farrah Fawcett. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or Bjork. Or Bjork. One of the one of the pictures of Bjork where she's attractive. Oh, do we still have that? Do you still have that poster? Uh, I don't think I ever had that poster. Oh. We used to have a poster. We used to have one of the hot posters of Bjork. Yeah. Where uh, she's naked and she's covering herself with a big leaf. Some fake leaves uh-huh. or something. It's just one huge leaf. One huge leaf. Yeah. yeah. And she's like trying to catch a snowflake. She's so impish. With her tongue, but she's, there aren't any snows. She's like a pixie. She is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We also have a naked poster of the dude from the pixies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was on the other side. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that was weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they sold it like that because yeah, a, they knew that otherwise nobody would ever want to buy a naked picture right, of Frank and, Black. And they bought so many. Yeah. Um, but we never really turned it around. Uh, we were considering replacing that two-way mirror between our bedrooms with it, but then we couldn't agree <laughs> on which one of us would get the naked Frank Black side. Yeah. Um, that was a mess. No wonder we stopped living together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so many conflicts like that. Like yeah, that. most marriages and or friendships end because of Frank Black poster. Yeah. Frank Black's balls are the number one cause of divorce in the United States. Uh, anyway, uh, I spent a bunch of time on Saturday drinking every kind of drink in sequence. Mm. Uh, got into a really long... Uh, not an argument, but a really long uh, a sort of a debate with a total stranger about software piracy. Really? Uh, on the way from one place to another, just stopped, started talking to some dudes, got to talking to one of them about software piracy, sat and talked to him about software piracy for like an hour. Wow. And yeah. and points of articulation never came up in this conversation? Uh, you mean like him saying why are you so drunk that i can't understand the words that you're saying no no i'm saying like what makes something a statuette or an action figure that never came up uh no is that something that you talk about when you drink no but it comes up at uh, comic-con oh i see no i mean he was more of a uh more of a normal pop culture uh enthusiast than a that likes to steal stuff yeah then yeah then no i mean what do you what do you call the kind of person that likes those art school figurines uh, a mannequinist? Mannequinist? I don't know. What do you call those things? I don't know. Models? You call them uh figu- You mean a, a, a guy who likes uh, nude models from drawing class? No, no, no. Like the little wooden guys with spherical elbows. Uh, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. Okay, what do you like call those things? a drawing mannequin. Uh, is, that call- is that what that's called? Sure. A drawing mannequin? Yeah. Okay. Like an art mannequin. So yeah, the guys that like to fuck those. Oh. They're so little. It's like... Well, yeah, sure. Okay. Well, it makes your 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 yeah stuff your dick look looks huge next to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's weird. They, okay, it's like yeah, you can't even you have to get like an arms job uh-huh. from it because even one arm is not enough. Mannequinophile. Okay. Is there really not a name for those things? A mannequin. Uh, let me say it again. Mannequin. <laughs> <clears throat> I think it's called a mannequin. Okay. No, right. sorry. Um, I think it's an art mannequin. Okay. A drawing mannequin. Okay. I don't believe you. I a think painting that, mannequin. I think that there is a word A printing for those. mannequin. I think maybe one of our listeners will send us an old business and tell us. <laughs> Roy, you're wrong again. Yeah. And this this is what this thing is called. Mm-hmm. Uh Speaking of our listeners, uh, our listeners have sent us a lot of questions, Roy, and and they need our help on a variety of of issues. I don't and know that I believe that anymore. They, they want they want to know our thoughts on a variety of topics, and, okay. and I think it's uh, it's high time we get back on that horse and ride. But first, Roy, let's have a cocktail. Okay. Mannequin, Roy. Yes. What, what is this week's cocktail? You picked this week's cocktail. Oh, what yeah. Is this? this was uh, sent to us by, I believe it is Andrew from Korea, who uh, uh, com- oh, communicates to us That a makes lot. sense why it has so much fish oil in it. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, it is the Silver Gin Fizz. So, yeah, it was uh, some gin, some lemon juice, some powdered sugar, and egg white. 
Mm-hmm. You whip that up. You shake it. And you shake it like a Polaroid pitcher. Mm-hmm. You pour it in a glass. You put some soda water in there to top it off. And it kind of tastes like flat gin Kool-Aid. What? It's fizzy. How, how can it taste flat? It, I don't know. It tastes kind of huh. flat. It tastes huh. flatter than regular water, <laughs> despite the addition of the soda water. Um, yeah. What, are you checking to see if you agree with me? Uh, yes, I am. I think um, the, uh, to the, me it just tastes like a really sour gin gin and tonic. The egg white, uh, I think the egg white cancels out the fizziness. Maybe it's so creamy. Roy ruined oh. like nine eggs. It was only five. Four it took five eggs to get one egg white because Roy kept fucking it up. There, there are your old ass eggs, okay. and they really are ass eggs. They are pretty old. I guess all eggs are ass eggs. Well. I don't know. Human lady eggs come out of a vagina. Yeah, those are not are victory eggs. <laughs> like you plant them in a in a garden mm-hmm. for our boys overseas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Roy, do we have any uh, do we have any old business to take care of? It looks like we do, and the, the, uh, this is about the knife thing. Yeah, Sean says, Roy, you mentioned that you don't carry a knife normally, but you do carry an exacto knife from time to time. I've got the solution for you. Uh, and then he links to this thing. It's some sort of Gerber pocket knife thing. I have one, and it's totally sweet. Blade mm-hmm. gets dull. Blade gets tossed. Plus, it's folding and well machine. Clips in a pocket can lock and can be flipped open with one hand. Oh, man, if somebody tries I, to knife you, yeah, or if somebody you tries to get your girlfriend to kiss them, right. you can go after them with it and get, get stabbed in the hamstring. Um, I have one of these, but I don't uh, use it that much because I always forget where the blades are. Uh, I like using the utility knife because it has a space for extra blades within it. Mm-hmm. See, I like my Leatherman because I don't need a thing with fancy destroyable blades. Hmm. Because I never hold on to a Leatherman long enough for the blade to get dull. Oh, okay. That actually isn't true. You've had yours for a really Yeah, long I haven't time. lost one. I haven't lost one in years. <clears throat> Zach, I guess my advice to you would be God No by Penn Jillette. Atheism, libertarianism, and dropping a cock in a hot blow dryer all in one book. I don't know if I want to read a book by Penn Jillette. I don't know either. He talks too much. He talks for two people. Yeah, he does. Every uh, once in a while, Teller says something, and I'm like, ah, oh, damn, that dude rules. Really? Yeah. What, when has he ever said anything? One time he said a thing about a hat, and it made me really sad. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> um, hey, says Sarah, I am a vet student at Virginia Tech, and my passion is horses, if you know what I mean. Uh, horses have two boobs. They have two nipples on their udders. They don't usually have twins. If they do, they normally abort before the babies are ready to come out. Think a chihuahua-sized hairless horse fetus. I don't want to think a chihuahua-sized hairless horse fetus. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I can't unthink that, though. Uh, If you want more technical details with bigger, fancier vet words, I will give them to you. Horses also have one dick and two balls. Uh, I think girls, I am a girl, like horses because you get to be in control of a really big animal. You feel very powerful, which is sometimes a hard feeling to come by when you're a girl. Anyway, I love you guys. Keep the advice coming. Thanks, Sarah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, and by by the way, it says their horses also only have dick and two balls. Oh, okay. So it could be more than one. I mean, when you say dick, you could mean three dicks. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to conjugate horse. I I think, uh, isn't the plural of dick, dick? Oh, yeah. Like a moose. Uh-huh. Yeah, and we deer. only we only have moose. Mm-hmm. Moose stick. 60, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank, thanks well, good, yeah, I'm glad. Advice. Yeah, I'm really glad. I feel like we have much better horse sense now. Mm-hmm. Nyuck, nyuck. <laughs> that was my horse joke. Uh, so girls like to be in control of a really big animal. 
she says. That's her theory. Yes, because uh, you don't have power over large animals unless you have the ring. <clears throat> I guess. Horse ring. So, so maybe, maybe as a man, I do not necessarily feel when I am in the presence of a giant veiny muscular thing that I am in control of it. Maybe. maybe? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I am afraid when I'm around a horse that that horse is just going to decide to fuck me up. And a horse could just kill me. It could, but totally they, effortlessly. They usually it's don't. Probably try. won't. I mean, right? I'm, I, I'm guessing that most of the horses that are alive probably aren't going to kill me. I'm I'm afraid a horse is going to step on me. Okay, because I like to lay on the ground. You like to get under a horse mm-hmm. to try and count its boobs. <laughs> yeah, or dicks. I, I never get past one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, boy. I don't know. That's the thing. When I see a horse, I think, man, that thing would just. It probably wants to kill me. Mm-hmm. What have I ever done for for a, a horse? Horse, horse nothing. kind? Nothing. No, nothing. Nothing, that's what. And they know it. Dear Zach and Roy, I was just uh, listening to your most recent episode where you mentioned how Roy does not know any of the internet acronyms, or indeed initialisms. Or this anything. reminded me of a big recent news story about our British Prime Minister sending text with LOL at the end, which he thought to mean lots of love. I'm not sure I can live in this country anymore with such an embarrassing leader. Where should I move to? It would be nice if it had health care and a cool head of state slash head of government. Well, I would say Canada, but Canada has the same uh, titular figure figurehead figurehead as your country. Well, not a prime minister. You know, I learned uh, from Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me mm-hmm. uh, this week that the queen has a, a person whose job it is to break in her shoes for her. Really? And that didn't make a lot of sense to me because my understanding of what is happening when you are breaking in shoes is not that anything is changing about the shoes, but that you're getting calluses on your feet. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think the person who's in charge of breaking in the queen's shoes is just like sitting at the foot of the queen's bed while she sleeps and rubbing her feet with an emery board? Oh, it could be. Yeah. To get the calluses built up? In all the right spots. You know... That's I think really that, a job. That's a shitty job. I think that if I had the option, well, it depends on how much it pays, right? If like, oh, your job is to walk around in shoes all day. Like, no, oh, that's got to be okay. an intern. That I does frequently that. do that anyway. Uh, d- if you had the option, Roy, if somebody said, "Hey, Roy," uh, yes, I have a I have a, a a magic ring that you can put on, and it will permanently replace your feet with horse hooves. Uh, and you will just get some shoes nailed to them, so that you can step on the horses. Uh, so that you can uh, y- you can get a shoe nailed to them like once every few months, mm-hmm. and then you just don't have to worry about it. Don't worry about what? It's everything. <laughs> it also makes me not worry about anything. <laughs> yes, okay. they're anti-anxiety <laughs> hooves. For that reason, I would take the ring. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I don't know why I decided this was a ring because that complicates it. Because what happens if you take the ring off? Like if you, you take the ring off, so if you, you take can't the, take the ring. If off. you take the ring off, suddenly you have horseshoes nailed into your regular feet, oh, that's and awful. you just start screaming. Ah, yeah. So, so that that's a reason to not take the ring off. Yeah, I guess you. It probably has one of those stickers that you know how power cords sometimes have the you know teach children to not bathe with uh, blow dryers. No idea what you're talking about, right? All blow dryers have a little warning sticker on the power cord. Oh, with like a little says, icon that's like, "Don't throw this in the bathtub with your baby." Yeah, and and to teach. It's like that old adage: "Don't throw the don't throw the hair dryer out with the baby bath right. water." Right, right. So it, that would be on the ring saying, "Do okay. not remove yeah. this." Ring. Don't take this out after you've put your horseshoes in, mm-hmm. or you are going to have a really bad time. Yeah, you're trying to get these nails out of your feet, mm-hmm. and and you'll have anxiety over it. <laughs> 
Um, Which is the worst part. So uh, something that uh, Kevin sometimes makes fun of me about, the reason that, uh, one of the reasons that I don't like wearing real shoes Mm -hmm. is because of the amount of time that it takes to tie them. Mm -hmm. And I don't like thinking about multiplying the time that it takes to tie your shoes by the amount of, by the number of times that you have to tie your shoes uh, over the course of a lifetime and thinking, fuck, if somebody was like, hey man, do you want to spend a week just tying and untying your shoes? I would say, fuck Mm. no, I don't. Nobody in their right mind would want to do that. So why would I voluntarily sign up? But not all in a row. Why would I voluntarily sign up for a week of tying and untying my shoes? This is why, because at the end of that week, you would get a special ring that would replace your feet with hooves. Okay, maybe I would do that if I could just get that week out of the way now. Mm-hmm. Well, no. But then if you already did the week, then it's over. Yeah, that kind of doesn't make any sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, it's a quandary. Wow, I'm having a hard time figuring out how my mind works about mm-hmm. these things. Right? Why don't you get some of those um, <clears throat> slippers, you know, that are like socks, but they have a bottom on them, and just put those on. Like footy pajamas? Sort of, but without the pajama part. It's just the footy. You know what I kind of want? As like a still suit, so I don't even have to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think the front catch pockets. Yeah, the urine process and feces the... are collected in them mm-hmm. down here. Yeah, <laughs> it's our feces down here. Feces? What does he say? Feces? It's, it's not. Just... It isn't right, and it's not. It's not even like a British. Like it's not like it's the British. How he say speaks feces. Yeah, but he's not. He's not I mean, British. He's was, Fremen. Do you think when he was like reading the reading the script, he was like, "Man, I don't want to say that." So he was just like, "I'm going to pretend like this is a different word that means something." Ah, Shai Hulud, Kwisatz Haderach, feces. What's a feces? Yeah, it's it's a muadib. Oh. Andrew in Korea writes, responding to the guy who was having relationship slash sex anxieties earlier, as somebody who has felt the need to spend all of my time learning something or working instead of learning to have relationships, it does not get easier when you try to start later, but it's not the end of the world, just frustrating and slightly embarrassing. Yeah, hang in there. You know, everything, thanks, Andrew. everything is frustrating and slightly embarrassing, mm-hmm. unless you get this fancy dancy ring uh-huh. <laughs> fancy dancy. That's totally well, a you, you would totally be able to dance. Like a horse, you can like a, frolic. Oh yeah, because if if there's one uh, one animal that's known for its ability to dance, it's, it's the, the horse. horse. Yep, clippity clop. <laughs> uh, well, how about a uh, a segment of the show that we like to call topics? Topics. What's today's topic, Roy? Today's topic is pet health care. Do you have thoughts about pet health care? No, not really. Okay. What are your thoughts? Uh, I'm against it. Yeah, you are. You just don't uh, healthcare your pets. Well, I mean, every once in a while, I will feel guilty and take my cat to the vet and mm-hmm. say, "Yeah, wh- what is, what what does my cat need?" Mm-hmm. And the vet always says the same thing. You know, just just pet her every once in a while. <laughs> Maybe give her some water if you think of it. <laughs> right. That's what she says. Um, you know, there are people who get uh, pet health insurance because sometimes your cat needs a new kidney. Yeah. Or dialysis. You know, um, when a cat needs a new kidney, uh, I think the actual diagnosis is that the owner needs a new cat. That's mm-hmm. what I think. Mm-hmm. You know, I like my cat, but I don't think that in the grand scheme of things, there's anything special about me or any of my human loved ones. Mm-hmm. And with that attitude in mind, it's very, very hard to believe that in the grand scheme of things, there's anything special about my cat. Okay. But it's not about the animal being special. It's about what you feel for the animal. Mm-hmm. That, that's why people do it, yeah. right? 
Yeah, you know, I. Uh, Wait, what if I need a new kidney? Your diagnosis is get a new, get a new you. Yeah, get a new friend. Uh-huh. Get a new podcast buddy. Okay. I, Roy, I've been I've been getting a lot of resumes. I mean, I hate to. Okay. I well, hate for this to be the way that you find out. I have this pain in my throat, and I think it might be cancer. Yeah, I have a pain in my jaw that I think might be cancer. Really? Yeah. Were you kidding about yeah. yours? No, because I, really I wasn't do kidding have... about mine. Yeah, I told Corinne, and she said. Uh, she hopes it's not cancer because she doesn't need for me to have no cancer right now. Okay. Right. You're about to have a baby. Mm-hmm. That's that's In a... one month. Wow. Four weeks or so. I mean, having a baby, it's kind of like getting wallet cancer. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, I don't uh, I don't know about pet health. I mean, you know, preventative maintenance. Uh, you know what I'm sure a shit not going to do is brush a fucking animal's teeth. Sure. I don't do that. Yeah. Mm-mm. They will say, yeah, your cat will be happier. Your cat's teeth will last longer. Your if you cat will not be happier. Brush your fucking cat's teeth. Well, I mean, I guess your cat will have longer to maybe try and figure out how to be happy. I don't know that a cat ever really figures out how to be happy. <laughs> um, I do clip my cat's toenails. Yeah. Well, I clip my cat's toenails if it gets to the point where it makes me uncomfortable oh. to interact with my cat. Well, it makes him more humble. Yeah, well... He stops talking about how awesome his uh, Twitter right. feed is. He's like, oh, man, you should see my balls. They're in the freezer. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what he says. Yeah. Uh, at casserole. <laughs> I'm guessing that at, at casserole casserole's balls is not your cat. Uh, you should start a Twitter account for casserole's balls. Okay. I'm done. I think that you should actually do that. No, I'm doing it. Okay. I'm writing it down right now. <clears throat> So what do you what do you think? If so if casserole got sick and the vet said, "Well, we can do an operation that will keep your cat alive for another 3 months and it will cost $3,000." No are you going to do it or are you going to put your No, cat to sleep? I'm going to let him um, quietly fade away and I'm going to bury him in our backyard. Okay? Along with the other cats that have had the similar fate. Okay. You know, no, I will do it lovingly. Sure. When I think about burying my cat in the backyard here, I think, you know, I'm going to remember that cat longer than I'm going to live here, potentially. Hmm. So I don't know. Maybe I want to go bury the cat somewhere else. Maybe well, I want to bury the cat at Mount Rushmore. So Because, I mean, oh. Mount Rushmore will always be there. It will always be a place that's sure, special. Sure, that's true. It will me. be. I could bury her uh, underneath the reflecting pool in front of the White House. I mean, the Capitol building. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, maybe I could bury my cat on top of the Space Needle. Mm-hmm. You could also send it out into space. Oh, yeah. That, that's a new service now. Hang out with Scotty. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, uh, Scotty's only going to be in space for like a year and then just disintegrate on reentry. Yeah. I thought it happened immediately. It doesn't? No. They, it they put it. In, they put it into a. They put it into an orbit that they expect to decay in a year or two. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, I don't think they're real precise It's not just it. Scotty. It's a bunch of other people, They don't people have, like, too. instruments. Well, I mean, unless somebody was cremated with a saxophone. <laughs> Dear Roy and Zach, I'm getting married in less than a week and I'm oscillating between completely zen about the whole thing and bouncing off the walls with anxiety. Do you have any recommendations on how to deal with this or weddings in general? Thanks. Nervous newlywed to be in New York. Hmm. I think this wedding already happened. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Well, you're cool then. Yeah. So, so, so do you have any advice? It turned out great. How did you do it? Uh, there was a longer version of this question. You want to talk about that? 
Yeah, let's do it. Uh, the fiance and I originally planned to have the wedding at a drive-in movie theater. Plans for that fell through months into planning, and we scrambled to make plans for having the wedding at a local state park. They generally take reservations, but not until the weekend after the wedding day, so it's first come, first serve to use the space. Uh, covered pavilion with room for 100 people. They were fine until the last week. We stopped by for some last-minute planning, and there was a family who said they were waiting since 6 a.m. to make sure they got the pavilion. So now we basically will not know for sure we can secure the space for both the ceremony and the reception until the day of the wedding. Ah! On top of that, my mom told me the other day she invited a dozen extra people. Ah! Family, but no one that was on our guest list, which we finalized weeks Ago. And I just remembered recently that weather was still a thing and that rain may be an issue even if we actually managed to secure the pavilion. Ah. Oh, yeah, it is like rain on your wedding day. <clears throat> um, you know, the wedding isn't that big a deal. Well, I mean, to to you, brother. No, no, I, I'm saying that all of these things are really important when they're happening, but afterwards, uh, it's Yeah, your if marriage, it rains that's on important. your wedding, you'll have a bunch of people saying like, oh man, it rained on your wedding. Mm-hmm. And if you divorce, they'll, they'll be like, yeah, we knew you were doomed because of that. But if you stay together forever, they're like, we knew your your wedding was blessed by Shia Lude. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Dear Zach and Roy, or Roy and Zach, if you prefer, I am a male-to-female transsexual. Are you tired of getting questions from people like me yet? I don't, I don't know. Are we? No. Why do we have, uh, such, I'm a, just why do we have such a big, uh, big transsexual audience? I don't know. Uh, I'm uh, kind of honored by it. Who is about to go to her 10-year high school reunion. I am still close to some of my friends from high school who know my situation and support me, so I'll have friends there for backup. But the vast majority of my former classmates have no idea I'm finally myself. To top it all off, I went to a private Catholic high school, which has the potential of making things extra awkward. How do I approach this situation to have a fun and not frustrating time? Um... I don't know how the Catholic high school would make it more awkward. Well, I mean... Judgment from the nuns or something? No, I think probably just a a Catholic high school is likely to result in a more conservative group of students. Who's in charge of it? Not necessarily. I mean, there are going to be people who are dicks about it, probably, or who are weird about it, because Mm -hmm. there are just, you know... I mean, that's just a thing that you're going to have to deal with when there's something like that most people can't understand and that is like mm-hmm. sort of weird that's going on and about um, you, i'm right? guessing knew you from before yeah the transition and i mean i yeah. think there's also going to be a lot of people who are going to be very accepting yeah and, oh, absolutely absolutely uh, i mean the the vast majority of people are not going to be mean mm-hmm. about it right but but it's like you know it it's not going to be like it's not going to be like nothing, right? I mean, it's like sure. the reason that you're anticipating you're this is because you, you know that it's going to be that's going to be a thing, and like you know, maybe maybe some of the jocks will get drunk and laugh at you, but like fuck those guys, they it wasn't well, worth I mean, it wasn't worth listening to the mean things that they said in high school, and it's not worth listening to the mean things they say now. Uh, it's a private Catholic high school. It'd be like the dudes on the lacrosse team or something. So instead of jocks, you're you're correcting me from jocks and saying dudes mm-hmm. on the lacrosse yeah, team. Yeah, those aren't jocks. It's not like I, I thought you were going to say that <clears throat> they didn't have sports at a Catholic high school. So you're saying uh, guys from the Psalm Squad, uh-huh. <laughs> or um, we also don't are, know if this is um, a boy girl high school. Oh man, that'd be super weird. That would be because then you would definitely stick out. Yeah, if it was an all boy school. Uh, also, he says random. She says, "Fuck, why am I so bad at that?" Uh, also, random comment. In a recent episode, you asked if MTF transsexuals tended to wear fake breasts. That was certainly the case for me when I started transitioning and was waiting to grow my own. There is no rule, of course. And if you're a small, thin person who can pass well for being flat-chested, it's certainly not a requirement. I'm a very tall, curvy lady, though, so I would have looked strange without them. Uh, thanks for the help. Poet Fox, who is grading papers and doesn't really have time to think of a humorous pseudonym right now. 
Mm. You've, kinda, put, you've put a lot of pressure on people to think of a funny name. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. I'm starting to regret it. Do you think that makes me racist? <laughs> yes. Shit. I just can't stop. That's no wonder nobody likes me, Roy. Everything makes you racist. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know. Uh, I kind of want to get some of those fake boobs. Do you? Yeah, well, I to don't do know. what with to, uh, to wear. Yeah, to wear. Okay, I'll just go like I'll just you know go around all day and be like, yep, lost a bet. <laughs> you know how it is. Mm, but then I'll right. just do that for like a year. Right. I'll just I'll just pretend everywhere that I go regularly. Who'd I'm like, you bet with? Yeah, boy, boy, did I really lose that bet? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's gonna be pretty great. <laughs> all right, let's make a bet where if I win. I get to wear fake boobs for a year. And if you lose? I have to wear fake boobs ah, for okay. nine months. All right. Um, you know, until the baby nine arrives. Uh, what's the best way for a designer, for example, of a website to work with an artist? How can the vision and presumed business sense of the designer be reconciled with the talent and keener sense of artistic coherence that the artist has? Is it just a matter of not going into business with somebody until you're sure you have a specific idea of the end result? Alex. Hmm. Boy, I don't know. What's man. your experience with that? Oh, I don't know, man. Of working with artists. Yeah, my my experience of working with artists is that they produce they produce uh, quality work on a geological time scale. <laughs> um, hey, can you rush the Earth? <laughs> no, I guess you can't. Um, uh, all all I can do is rush towards my grave, having accomplished nothing. Um. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's, it's weird working on, it's weird working on creative projects with other people and I'm really bad at it. I think Roy will agree. I, let's just agree that I don't say anything. No, I'm a terrible collaborator. Mm -hmm. And the, the way that, the way that I've been able to comfortably work with creative people is by randomly ending up in a position where I'm the boss and everybody has to do what I say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, or you just say nothing, and then sure, uh, occasionally and then uh, say out. what you don't like. Yeah, well, but I mean that's how it—that's how all of this stuff works, right? I mean, I suppose. I mean, I—I I don't have any other experiences sometimes, other than this. sometimes I will say, "Roy, make me a weird flower." Mm -hmm. uh, earlier today, when I said, "Roy, make me a facial tattoo," and uh -huh. you said, "Do you want it to go on one eye or both?" and I said, "One eye, please," and you gave me a facial tattoo on both eyes. I, there I was, was just like, space on the other side, and I thought <laughs> it looked better. I know, and I thought, well. Do mm -hmm. I do I adopt this practice just of just asking telling everyone opinions. the opposite of what I want so that I will get what I want? Uh, but, uh, but you know, I didn't write it down, so I didn't really mostly, remember. Mostly, I just kind of sigh and laugh. Uh, you know what did happen? I, today, I could though? take that off. You know you what did happen that. today? What? I asked you to do something but that I wanted to put on a dude in a video game, and mm -hmm. then by the end of the day, that thing was on a dude in a video game started out when this was pretty funny when i first put it on the dude in the video game mm -hmm. what it, what it was was a guy's a guy's head and then off to the right of the guy's head there was like a beer tankard floating in midair with a label on it that said facial tattoo backwards what um, but then i why but is that then i figured out what was wrong okay and, um because i because i asked the programmer i'm like maybe maybe instead of 
a, a, a beer stein whenever there's a missing art asset, mm-hmm. uh, it should say the name of the missing art asset. And then the first time I saw that in action, it was just a mirror image of the name. Huh. Couldn't really what, read what it. The beer stein. I was only, yep, still had the beer stein, but it was just, it was just labeled. I didn't know the, that that's what that was. The beer stein was yeah, the uh, missing it, art asset. It, well, it's not supposed to be. It's just that the beer stein happened to be the thing that was in position zero in whatever array the. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was pretty funny, but yeah, it only took so like what, four so hours to get a tattoo on a dude, okay. and it was almost what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Creative collaboration, everybody. It's great. Hey, it looks better than than if it, it had probably just been does. on one eye. It probably does. So why did you even ask? I don't know. I want. I want. <laughs> I don't I, either. I also want to hear your voice. <laughs> you just like you just like talking to me about stuff. Uh, this, this thing from, uh, Andre, we already read. Oh, okay. We did this on a previous oh. issue. Andrew says, how do you go about putting mosquito heads on spikes? I plan on putting up a barrier around my window as a warning to the others. You, you gotta get real little spikes, um, and a tiny guillotine. Well, first you have to capture the mosquitoes, right? So how are you going to do that without them just being little red smears? You hold your arm out and say, fresh blood here. You, uh-huh. You can maybe you like, douse your arm with honey. Sc- no, no, no. Mosquitoes don't like honey. Mosquitoes like big veins. Oh. You, you, you you douse it with blood. No, you you do some push-ups. You, like you jump down and do some push-ups, and then like squeeze your fist a bunch of times to get the veins to pop out. Oh. And then maybe you tie like a like a rubber hose around your bicep. Uh huh. Get the veins to pop out. And then when the mosquitoes come, you grab them. You flex. If a mosquito bites you and you pinch around it, mm-hmm. it will just stay. It'll it can't get out. I've tried to do that. It's not. It's never happened. I've seen somebody else do it. Really? Uh, I've never been able to do it myself. Okay. Because they can't stop drinking. They'll pop. Uh huh. So you do that, and then what's left is their head. You put that on a pike. Oh. Okay. Yeah. The pike like made a, out of your like blood. a needle. No, you just make a you make a little needle scab out of your blood. Out of your blood. Mm-hmm. And you think you can stab a mosquito with it? No, no, no. You, you, you don't really stab it. You sort of glue it onto there with some more blood. Okay. Roy, I think I've spent a lot of time thinking having about to, this. No, uh, having to create works of art out of whatever was handy and almost always it was blood. your blood is handy. My blood. Not, sure. Not just like blood. Like I don't mm-hmm. just like, oh, I got another, got another bucket of blood. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do with this? I guess I'll make a spike. Sure. Because you, you don't have storage space for all of that. Yeah. Um, I suggest that instead of uh, you putting them on tiny spikes, what you should do is put them into tiny ice blocks. Okay. Like they're frozen. To keep the mosquitoes away Fro- from your igloo. Uh-huh. Made out of frozen mosquito heads. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, that's, that's what I would do. Have you ever made an igloo? No. I've never made I've an igloo I've always wanted either. to. Have you ever made a teepee? Not a real one. Have you ever been inside an igloo? No. I've never been inside an igloo either. Have you been in a teepee? No. Okay. I've been on a elephant. What about a yurt? Have you ever been in a no, yurt? No, I've never been in a yurt. Hmm. I don't really... I don't believe, believe in, in yurts? Yeah, no, I mean, I believe that they real? exist. I just uh-huh. don't think they should. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's that, like I don't so believe in your way. I don't believe in yurts. I don't believe in the death penalty, right? Okay. It's like I know that it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yurts. You, yurts. you just don't think it should. Yurts, be. not bombs. By which I mean, take the bombs and blow them up, destroying all the yurts. Mm-hmm. 
I'm a single male in my mid to late 20s, and I'm at the point in my life where a lot of my friends are getting married. This leads to problems of what wedding gifts to give them. Giving toasters or gravy boats is just not my style. What are some fun and useful gifts that a dude such as myself can give? Sincerely, Giftless in Gibraltar. A portrait of yourself. Oh, man. That's what I've always done. That is a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so, no, I mean, so you, I, I enjoy my portrait of Roy that he gave to me when I got married that one time. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I lost it in the divorce. Um, yeah, so it reminds your friends that uh, you're still their friend and that they should call you. Okay. Yeah, you can even put a like a word bubble and say, hey, stop having sex. Call me. Yeah. Let's hang out. I'm Stop having sex in front of me. I'm tired of seeing your balls. Also, I'm one of those Harry Potter paintings that is alive and talking to you. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know so what? Even was... if my physical body dies, you can still interact with me. You know, that's the thing that always really bothered me about the paintings in Harry Potter. Is that like a copy of the person when it's they were copy painted that only knows what they knew when they were no, painted? No, they can still learn more they things. They can learn things. Uh-huh. How do you know this? Did you read about, the books? Did you read about this in like a in like no a, no it, an within adjunct? in context um, like in the last book? Spoiler alert: uh, Severus talks to uh, Dumbledore's portrait. Who knows? Like plans about Harry having to sacrifice himself. So the portrait knows that the person that the portrait was based on is dead. If you tell it, yeah, it it all it knows that. Yes. But you can leave the paintings and go into other paintings. So what happens if your painting gets destroyed? Can you like hide out in Starry Night for a while? I I think maybe. I mean, I guess Starry Night has to be adjacent or are all paintings connected? Do you have to go? I think all wizard paintings. Do you have to go into a fireplace? Do they have to use some sort of special paint? I don't know. That's made out of bumblebee dicks or something? So many questions. I don't know. Why why didn't she cover these things? I think it's because she just was making shit up. Mm Mm-hmm. You In the beginning, she was really making real? shit up and didn't think, oh, I have to spend the rest of my life thinking about how mm-hmm. all this bullshit fits together. She spent too much time thinking about what types of foods they all eat. Yeah. Pumpkin juice. Mm-hmm. Oh, Roy. She should have resolved the painting issue. Yeah, she should have. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. There's a painting of yourself. There's a painting of Dumbledore. You can give her a painting of Albus Dumbledore. Yeah, he's, he's very popular, <clears throat> unless they uh, are homophobic. So, I mean, I guess the way in the wizard world that you would develop a really powerful artificial intelligence is you would take the smartest guy in the world, make a bunch of paintings of him, and put them in a room together, Well, and then uh, they would figure everything out. Sh- sure, that's true. It's called a paint, paint tank. Um, I, I don't know how it works, because the headmasters, it's the painting appears after they have died. So I don't know if every person that's in those paintings was made up or whether they had to Maybe be based like, on someone like who was alive you, and then you have to kill them in order to get them into a painting. It's a thing that you get if you're important to the story, like becoming a force ghost, mm-hmm. right? Because yes. it's not like everywhere you look, there's the ghosts of every Jedi that died because there used to be a lot of Jedis. Yeah, there's thousands of them. Where yeah. are they? I don't know. Apparently there's something Some in the prequels where rave. they talk about how one of them figured like... Somebody figured out how to be a force ghost. Oh, okay. I'd like to pretend that that didn't happen. I don't know that it did, but mm-hmm. I like to pretend that it didn't. <sighs> oh, boy. What are we doing More questions. Here, are we recording a... Are we recording a... Uh, 
Oh, boy, this is really... Star Wars Harry Potter advice column. Hey, Zach and Roy. I am a high school senior and will be entering college soon. This year I started learning some programming and have enjoyed it vastly. I've completed some programming competitions, or I've competed in some programming competitions and really like the experience. This is something that I would love to do for a career, though I would like to involve a mathematical skill. What would you guys suggest that I do in order to move forward in this? Thanks, Icon. Well, what's your advice for somebody who wants to be a programmer but also loves math? Uh, as far as I know, math is involved in programming, is it not? Yeah, it depends on what you're doing. Okay. I mean, I guess any programming requires some algebra-ish mm-hmm. stuff, I guess. Um, if you If you want to, like make video games where stuff has to move in circles and go towards each other and shit, then you need to know some trig. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I do a lot of, I do a lot of programming that involves trigonometry without knowing fuck all about trigonometry. I just, I know, you that, know what it's called sort of. Yeah. And I know that sine and cosine as you go from zero to two pi radians, mm-hmm. uh, oscillate between one and negative one. So I think, okay, this is a thing. <laughs> That oscillates between one and negative one. So I just pretend that I know uh, where mm-hmm. it's going to be what. And then when I run it, if it's not there, I just, you know, maybe like subtract three or something. Okay. To get when, it, when, when do you foil it? To get it closer to where that it needs to be. Uh, that's if you're multiplying polynomials, mm. uh, Roy. Um, yeah. Okay. And I don't know when you would ever use that. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I really don't. Uh, I really don't understand what that's for. <laughs> when do you celebrate Mole Day? Uh, what is that? J- uh, June twenty third? Uh, maybe. It's, is it six point? I forget what Avogadro's mm. number is. And and the log. You what eat a what lot do you of, do with the log? You eat a lot of guacamole. <laughs> Those you, if it's brown, you flush it down. <laughs> okay. Um, and it turns out E to the pi i is some boring math bullshit. <laughs> Isn't that an amazing uh, coincidence? Pursue the thing that you really enjoy. Yeah, do something fun. I you could probably combine the two things. I mean, like maybe like here's here's like what a website I say. that explains this shit. You to wanna us. know you wanna know like the way to be happy in life? Just find find your bliss, man. Like if you if you're like, you know what I really like is like beating off. Just beat off all day. Yeah. Like what's and, the worst thing? And the that rest will follow. Yeah. I mean, so many good things have happened to me while I was beating off, Roy. Mm-hmm. What about chafing? Well, sure. Some bad things have happened too. I mean, yeah. you, know, you know, I mean, so like you, you can never have like, yeah, you know, a perfect score. Right. Right. It's like, oh, I bowled a, I bowled a perfect game. Like, no, mm-hmm. you never bowled no, a perfect no, game. No. That's you always why you get, have like, to keep trying. You always get like maybe like an 80 mm-hmm. when you bowl. You're yeah. like, what the hell? Why does this score needle even go up to 300? Oh, also, oh. what kind of machine am I using that gives me my bowling score with a needle? It doesn't make any sense. It's like a no. weird bowling vacuum-powered bowling computer. <laughs> um, only God is perfect. Right. Only God gets things right on the first try. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Once uh, once when I was in high school, when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, uh, I, I turned in a paper, and uh, my teacher said, uh, I gave you a B on this paper. It would have been an A, but you didn't make enough revisions uh, from your rough draft. And I said, well... What? Uh, if it would have been an A... Why should I have uh, revised the rough draft? And she said, Zach, <clears throat> only Mozart got things perfect on the first try. And that's because he was fed his creativity directly from God. Whoa. So really? Then when I was deciding what I wanted to do with my life, I was like, well, 
I know I don't want to pay any attention to what this woman says, and I don't want to be a high school teacher, and I don't really care about writing. Mm -hmm. But then it turned out I wrote some shit, and people read it, and they were like, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> yes. I think that's more or less the sound that they made. Um, we also have a question here that was sent to us on a uh, paper postcard uh, to our address. Which I'm going to read uh, here, even though this isn't in the regular sequence. You're going to read things. it off of the postcard. Yeah, So yeah. this is one that definitely worked. Yeah, it did work. And it went to Advice Hot Dog, P.O. Box 41774, Mesa, Arizona, 85274. Now, I don't know if that's the correct address, but it got to us, so I'm assuming it is. Okay. Uh, Dear Roy... Oh, I thought this was for both of us. I'm sorry, Zach. I don't mean to exclude you. No, it's okay. I'll just be over here. Doing what I do best. <laughs> Stop that. Uh, as mentioned in episode Buddy and the Friends, you you uh, feel you read slower than uh -oh. you are. <laughs> what now? <laughs> you read slower than your friends. I'm in a similar situation and I'd like to know, how do you stay motivated to read and or find the time to do so? Lackadaisical in literature, you know who this is. Parentheses. Parentheses. Uh, how do I uh, Wait, like stay in the mood? Open parenthesis, close parenthesis. Like he's yeah, sure. Writing a program. Uh, open, then close. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a programmer. I don't know. Um, the way that I stay in the mood is by doing it every day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Same thing with sex. Yep. Same thing with taking a bath. Yep. Same Washing thing with dishes. Brushing. Why, boy? Going to work. You don't do that every day. <laughs> Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. You just uh, think that I don't. Oh, okay. It's, it's, a, it's an illusion. <laughs> it is an illusion. <laughs> uh, no, I, 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 do, I do work every day, just not uh, things that I'm supposed to be doing or okay. get paid for. Okay, cool. Sometimes I'm digging ditches out in the backyard. I don't read as much as I used to. Nobody reads mm -hmm. as much as they used to. I blame kids today. <laughs> uh -huh. I blame porn.com porn. I I do read uh more than I used to. I mean, when I was in high school, I had a really hard time uh keeping up with you know, Huck Finn and Old Man in the Sea. Which huh. to this day I've not uh completed. Really? Actually. I feel like you could read Old Man in the Sea in like 20 I, minutes. I know I could now, but you know, time's over. I'm not in high school anymore. Okay. That that's high school you stuff. You could read The Pearl, uh where a man kills a scorpion with his fist. Oh, really? And then I think there is a half chew it up i think there is a pearl in it. okay kino i think kino is the name of the guy in the pearl kunta kino yes uh, somebody yeah, talked I'm... about somebody talked about having a cat whose previous owner had named it toby and i suggested that they change its name to kunta kite mm. and then i was making That's that great. joke uh and i realized that um lavar burton was at phoenix comic-con where i was when oh I made that did joke. you go meet him no Oh. No, I don't really have anything to say to LeVar Burton. Well, he loves reading. He I, would be the perfect person to ask about do this. Do you think he loves reading, or do you think he just got paid to say that he loves reading? I think he loves reading. And kids. Okay. And being a spaceman. <laughs> um, just do it every day. Read every day. Be a spaceman every mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, even spacemen have, have a hard time. But if they spaceman every day, they're going to be all right. Even spacemen get the blues. Mm-hmm. But what you do with the blues... I read you draw, that book, too. You draw a blue cartoon. 
Mm-hmm. That's what you do when you get the blues. Mm-hmm. You take you take that crayon and you make uh, you make a seascape. Yeah. What do you do when life gives you a blue crayon? Mm-hmm. You make blue crayonade. I was playing in a I was playing in a level of a video game called the Colonade, and I and I thought when life gives you colons, you make colonade. Mm-hmm. That's uh, beautiful, Roy. If somebody wanted to send us a question. Well, uh, they would send us a postcard to the address that I previously gave. Uh, they could also go to our website, which is advicehotdog at, uh, at dot com. <laughs> <laughs> and there they would see links to all of our episodes that you can listen to right there. Uh, and you would also see links to Twitter, which is at advicehotdog. You can uh, follow us there or send us a question. You can also send us a, an email to our Gmail address, which is advicehotdog at gmail.com. You can also go to the Facebook, and I think it's slash advicehotdog. Or you can give us a call to 769-218-9225. I haven't checked it in a while. Are, are, they, are they racking up? We have a couple. Nice. We I'd would like, like two more. more. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to have four of those or five. A foursome. Yeah. A foursome of questions. Really? Do you think we need to spend all this time on every episode telling people all the ways to get a hold of us? I don't think we do, but but I feel that you would be disappointed with me. Just Google Advice Hot Dog, you dipshit. Just go to Advice Hot Dog. I think I just like having... Dot com. I like having a routine. Mm -hmm. My girlfriend today said, if I know you, your shows are pretty regimented. And I was like, man, is that what somebody says about me? Mm, if, if they I, know. I don't know that these are that regimented. I think if we forget the me, order a lot. A video games hot dog is more regimented than okay. this. But uh, Kevin prints out a sheet with everything that we're supposed to say and do. Exactly. Uh, he writes I print the, out a thing, He too. writes the entire script. Okay. All the jokes and everything? Yeah. It's weird. Oh, okay. I don't know how he knows what I'm going to say. Uh, Roy, are you ready for today's stinger? I am. All right. I think this stinger was written by you. It was. Lunar eclipse or solar eclipse? Yeah. So we, uh, a solar eclipse is what when like the sun is in between us and the moon, so you can't see the moon because it's too bright. What now? Right. No, uh, it's no, when no. the earth is in between the sun and the other sun, so it's daytime everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's in Alaska. Okay. Everywhere is Alaska Day. Uh-huh. Okay. So then th- do all the men disappear? No, all the women disappear. No, all the women go. There's too many men and not enough uh-huh. women, yeah. right? Cuz if you're a woman, the thing to do is go to Alaska uh-huh. where you can to get meet a man. where you can get plowed by like 50 gross dudes, <laughs> right? And if you're a man, you go to San Francisco. <clears throat> okay. If you're trying to meet uh, to plow. Single, single ladies. Oh, to single ladies, because that's where all the single ladies are. Yeah. Well, no, because they're sad because all of the dudes are getting plowed by 50 gross dudes. Right. I'm saying, okay, sorry. If you're a straight man and want to meet single ladies, you go to single straight ladies. Oh, there are so many qualifications. No, are these ladies, were they born ladies or did they have dicks when they were born it doesn't and they matter. turned into ladies via the magic of that's, fake that's, boobs? That, that doesn't matter. Do you think that a male to female horse transsexual would... transgendered transgendered mm-hmm. what does transsexual mean i don't know uh, uh so you, you don't know you don't know you that I, like sex, you don't know that i'm wrong you you're just correcting me for fun yeah <laughs> all right that sounds that's well, sounds about well right. you don't know so there are a few times that i can just say something <laughs> yeah i guess and then because you don't know 
Uh, you know, I, I might be right. God, I mean, I'm, you know, I, I guess I get it. You got to flex those muscles when you can mm-hmm. to, to attract the mosquitoes. Yeah. Um, so lunar lacrosse players, not, not jocks. A lunar eclipse is when a lacrosse player is in between you and the moon, like when you're looking at a lacrosse player's balls in the moonlight. Yes. That's what they, they play that at night, right? And so, so the moonlight reflects off yes, the balls. Yes, yes, Mm-hmm. Most lacrosse players are werewolves, uh, as I understand it. Uh, did you see the latest eclipse? I did. Uh, you did? Mm-hmm. The an- annular ones? Yes. Okay. When How life gives it? you annulus. Uh, well, I mean, it was... I missed it. I couldn't find my uh, your welding, glasses, your my welding, welding goggles. goggles. I didn't have any welding goggles either. Uh, I did two things. I, I punched a pinhole in a, in a piece of paper and projected... That still it. worked? Yeah. Yeah, that all, that always works. Okay. Uh, I don't really understand why that works, but it uh, does. And uh, <clears throat> then I, um, you also, if you can look at it through a CD, mm-hmm. you get an old CD, oh. one that doesn't have anything printed all on CDs it. These are old. Um, oh wow, almost. But an especially old CD, sure. Like uh, like a CD that the, doesn't the, like a CD an AOL that is not CD. inked all the way. Like a CD that is not printed on the outside of the plastic. Mm-hmm. If you look through just the uh, the aluminum on the inside of the CD, mm-hmm. you can look directly at the sun and uh, pretty much see a clear outline of the disc of the sun. Interesting. Yeah. I also was in a at my house, and in order to see the sun, I would have had to have gotten into my car and driven somewhere, and I. I don't want to do that. You were in your house. Outside. I mean, I was inside when I was looking for the glasses. Right. But, I mean, why? Was there a cloud? No, the sun was going down. So, because of the neighborhood and stuff, I couldn't see where the I sun see. was. I just walked out into the street. Oh, okay. It yeah, looked, I don't want to do that. Looked what? West? West is where the sun uh-huh. sets? Yeah. Yeah, that's where it was. Mm-hmm. It was west. I don't know. That was pretty boring. Uh, I remember one in high school uh, where I learned that pinhole trick. From my physics teacher, mm-hmm. that was also pretty boring. It was? Yeah, I mean, it's an eclipse, right? It's I, like, I don't know, it's kind of amazing. I, I once experienced a, a total eclipse of the heart in, in Germany. Did you turn around? I did. Uh, I went out, out into a cornfield and I laid down and everything got dark and then everything got uh, light again. Mm-hmm. And then I was really itchy, and it turned out that I got uh, wood lice. <laughs> nice. I, I think I already knew this story. Okay. Um, Our listeners didn't. Yeah. They're red. Wood lice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do they want like with you? field lice. Stone lice. That's what they were. They weren't Stone wood lice. lice. Stone okay. lice. Can you smell what the rock is biting? Can you smell... Can you feel what the stone is biting? That's... They say? Dwayne Johnson? That's what they say? <laughs> yes. Okay. Just everything everything that I said just then, that is what they say. Um, oh, boy. I, I like the idea of a lunar eclipse more than a solar one. What's a solar eclipse? A solar eclipse is when the... Uh, oh, when the Earth passes in front of the moon. Like the Earth's shadow moves across the moon is a solar eclipse. I like that better because you can look right at it and... Is that what it is? I thought yeah. it was the moon... 
No, I like it when I like it when the Earth seems like the important thing, like when the Earth is fucking shit up. Whenever the Moon is like, "Hey, what's up, Earth? I'm not giving you much light today." No, no, no. Like, I thought a lunar eclipse was when the the Earth is between the Sun and the Moon. Oh, who and knows, then man. a solar eclipse is when the Moon is between the Sun. and One the Earth. of them is when Jupiter is in Aries. Why can't they all get just get along? I yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's lots of rising and falling and conflict. I've been Zach. I've been Roy. And this has been Advice Hot Dog. I'm Zach. And I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog.